got your uh, vintage Robert Evans glasses with you today. I do. I took them off so I could see the little tiny print. Whoa! Put the, yeah. I should actually, we should put a picture of these on the blog and see what they people think of them. They are fantastic. That. They're my glasses from university. They're you know, from like 1987. <laughs> They're so old. Oh God, that's so depressing. Yeah. It doesn't seem that long ago. I even wore my 1987 pants too. What? These are, yes, these are my... Um, Civil War pants. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're in rags. <laughs> they're not in rags. No, the crotch is a stuff. little rot, right? <laughs> no, these are uh, vintage 501s. You keep your stuff well. I don't keep my stuff. And I also brought an, uh, a 1980s um, London Fog coat. That's a nice coat. I was going to tell you about that. It's a Thank very nice you. coat. Thank so what's you with the 80s? It's just, you just have to have a whim. A bit I, of whim. I feel like, well, I'm trying to make an awkward segue into my story uh, about something old. Back, way back. Way back. Actually, I think it's her sequicentennial anniversary right now, isn't it? What is sequicentennial? 150 years. Anyway. Okay. You know how I'm always going... What's with all these goddamn apps? Apps, apps, apps. Stupid Get apps. off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> I am a fan of Virginia Hefferman, who used to write that great... Um, screens uh, thing. That screens thing. It was a me- called The Medium. It was in the, um, in the Times, mm-hmm. the New York Times. Well, anyway, she had something. It was a, and it was on this app that she has been following. And it's called Civil War Today. And what it is, is you pay $8 for four years, every single day, you get an update from what was actually happening that day during the Civil War. Hmm. Um, imagine that you'd be looking at the New York Times. I don't even know, you know, the name of the New York, of the names of the different newspapers at the time, but you'd be getting like stories from the South. You'd be getting stories from the North. You'd be getting political slants. You'd, um, also, I think it would be fascinating to get an idea of what journalism was like then. You'd be getting, they were using real photographs. And also, but the one thing that was kind of interesting that they have kind of pulled back on a little bit is some of a lot of the stuff about slavery. They've talked a little bit more about just sort of the different political, other political um, differences between the North and the South. But I thought, what a great way daily, like in real time to watch a real war unfold. Like you're sitting there, you're in your car, you're on the subway or whatever, and you're actually in real time, reading about something that is really, really happening. And the whole thing, and it wraps up when um, John Wilkes Booth assassinates Abraham Lincoln. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I had sort of mixed feelings about it. On the one hand, I thought it was interesting that Virginia Heffernan did note the thing about um, sort of recessing the slavery uh, issue as a a cause for the war. And also, she she points out that there is a substantial amount of um, slave narratives there. So there actually yeah. is written material there that uh, that they could have and ought to certainly have drawn off of. But besides the specifics of how they handled this thing, I don't know. I, I thought it was interesting, but I wondered, I could see it if you already know a lot about the political event or the historical event, but do you really get context or do you get 
the minutiae. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but wouldn't that allow you, though, the opportunity to form... Let's suppose you did know something. It would actually allow you to kind of form your own opinions. Like, there would be the historian's viewpoints on it. Mm-hmm. But then there would also be the opportunity, because now everybody seems to want the authentic experience. Well, this allows you to actually participate in the authentic experience as it's unfolding through a contemporary point of view and to form your own opinion. on Because that was, you know, like probably the most the most important moment in American history, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, but the one thing that she does say in it is she wonders if people, she, she's really enjoyed it, but will people have, will people stick with it for, you know, I think, when does it wrap up? Um, April 26, 2015. It's an $8 app. I'm not sure I totally buy this, I have to say. I, I, I get where you're coming from, but I think for me... I think sometimes it's better to have, I would rather have a sort of narrative that kind of explains things obviously from a, per, from a perspective to me. Like even if I don't agree with the perspective and I want to get another perspective, uh, to me it feels like it's not enough context. I don't know. Yeah, I know, but we live in a period right now where there is no context. There's very little critical analysis. We've got everybody blathering about their own opinions. So this time, we actually get the opportunity to look back historically at day-to-day wrap-ups of what has happened in the war. Like, I, I see... Again, this is me with my bailiwick. Like, you know, there is no criticism anymore. There's just a bunch of people blathering on their blogs and they don't know anything. But that's what I mean is like it doesn't seem like it's really critical analysis. It's just it's archival material as opposed to critical analysis. Yeah, but at least they're getting something on this app. The one thing I really wondered about that I actually raised a question about is like if you imagine this kind of thing really taking off, like what does that mean for the idea of a common culture and an accepted commonly accepted version of the truth. It did kind of raise the idea of me of like, what if you had all of these ways for people to absorb culture and absorb history independent of what you learn in school where things are very standardized? You could imagine people having a lot more different types of, which is just, I guess, an extension of the digitization of so much information. Anyway, cool. Cool. Now shopping. You can buy it for me. Shopping. shopping. Let's talk about shopping. <laughs> the uh, you know occasionally we talk about the um, the website trend watching, which does these sort of briefings. I think every month or every two months, where they basically pick a, a different topic in marketing, whatever, where they're spotting where the trends are going. And their May one is about what they're calling the F factor for friend, and it's really about um, social shopping and social recommendations and social discovery, which is not in itself a new thing, but they're arguing that it's really kind of um, reaching a real takeoff point. And certainly, I mean, they even say, like, what a huge role Facebook is playing in this. There's a lot of energy around social recommendations and finding out what people like in quotation marks and so forth. But I have to say, and I don't know whether this is because a lot of my real life close friends don't either don't use these services or don't like things and stuff like that. But I don't really find that stuff very helpful in terms of, I can't, I don't know why, like I would be way more likely to think, Hmm, you know, I'm, I'm going to send an email to my, the guy I know who knows a lot about music, right. Yeah. To tell me stuff. The experiences that I've had of asking people, where should I go to eat in Yelp is helpful. or whatever. I'm on Yelp. I get Yelp sort of just to go places with my nephew who, you know, wants to be a young hipster. And so I go, oh, let's go on Yelp. Oh, it's brunch day. Maybe it's just because there isn't enough, there aren't enough people using that. Maybe if everybody really was using those services, then 
I would find them more helpful because I just, I mean, I trust that people who are way smarter than I am are putting in a lot of energy into this area. I think you really, 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 really have to know who to follow and you really have to be tied into that, you know, to the Twitter feed of all the people who would maybe know the best restaurants or would be able to say, oh, the best shopping stuff. But no, I don't, I don't use it either. And actually, but Yelp you use for that. Yelp I do sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Just I guess so, you know what? For I, stuff to do with my nephew, just because yeah. he's like 18. And it's like, I don't have a lot of 18-year-old friends. So right. it's like you go there and it's like, okay, youth hangout, youth hangout, youth hangout. I just find it better than something like Toronto.com. Right. Okay, so that would be good. If you're actually trying to find something that you don't already know something about. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Come to the blog. For links to these stories and more. Thesniffer.net. Bye. Bye.